now live and on lockdown. Are you ready? Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland and across the globe. Listen here. You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast on Hearts on Life Radio with your host, Fraser Ramsey. Hi, this is Afia Letha from KingdomBeats.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on HeartsongLive.co.uk. Welcome to another edition to Ramsey Unleashed going beyond borders on HeartsongLive.co.uk. It is your host, Fraser Ramsey, uh, sitting in the hot seat as normal every weekend, every Saturday, by clockwork. But yes, um, yeah, so tonight's show, it's another weekend. It's, we've had this full week, second week of January. Is now well into. If you're still saying Happy New Year, just stop it because we're it's stop. It's not happening anymore. We're well in. We're right into. It. We're in the flow because before you know it, it's February. Literally within two week, a week and a half. It's not a, two and a half weeks. So um, it's time to move forward. If you're not starting the year yet, get moving. Anyway, we're um, another great guest on tonight. We will have Lilla Welch all the way from Birmingham, Alabama. My trusty, my American connections are growing. We have lots coming up going forward. Um, so um, it's all good. We, this My guest is an author. An author, we're going to talk about her book. We're going to talk about her life growing up. As we Just a bit of an insight to her because she's got some challenging stuff, especially the main thing is about loneliness. Now, loneliness in, Ed, uh, um, in Edinburgh, just locally, we have had the... the I think it's been advertised recently on other radio stations. The main one is called Take the Time Campaign. It's with people who taking the time to befriend people who are lonely, people who do live alone, is to get them out and to have a, a company because loneliness can be a killer in real life. A lot of people die because of just loneliness because of nobody around them. Uh, so it's to take the time campaign to be able to spend time with somebody who goes through, who might be alone, somebody who's older or elderly, is just to befriend somebody and get them out there, go for a coffee. These type of things, and it's it can be a it's a major problem around the world, and any day it's to, this is we're going to hear something about her, uh, Lila. Um, if you read her name, it's like Layla, but it's not. It's actually Lila. Um, so you, but um, yeah, uh, uh, people being alone can be a, an issue, and it's something we need to address in life, um, around the world. So you will hear a bit about her story and her book and how. Uh, what she's gone through, and hopefully her story will inspire you as you are listening to Ramsey on these Going Beyond Borders. We have some tunes. We have a new feature. Our new feature tonight on our show is Benita. We have Benita Charles and sent me another one of her songs. She is firing the tunes at me, and I'm playing them. But we've also got a new, our new feature is we're having a 60-second singing tips motivational um, bit by Benita. She's going to be sending us a 60-second feature. every. So every show will have that. Uh, so hopefully you can feel encouraged you'll if we learn something from these 60 seconds which should be great, great fun to have that feature now uh, a couple of other tunes Claire Means, Loretta Smale and Benita Charles and the usual general chit chat with my guest so I won't, I, won't ha- I won't hang about any longer I welcome my guest Lilla Welch all the way from Birmingham, Alabama so how are you doing? Welcome to the show 
Hello, hello, and hello. Good evening over there, everyone. How are you today, Ramsey? Yeah, I'm good. It's uh, a bit, a bit kind of yeah. After cleaning a big, very, very dirty flat, I'm uh, yes. It's the same. My body is feeling the pace a little. <laughs> Part I think it's the it's the arthritis kicking in. I think because <laughs> oh, Jake, I'll tell you something. Yeah, I, feeling it, feeling it a little, but never mind. All's good, but all good. Uh, it's a bit chilly outside. It's the weather is a bit. Could uh, be easily rewrapped. I had to um, cranked up the heating in the studio before I kicked off. So it's nice and toasty. I've turned it off so I don't kind of get a big massive fan of sound blowing down the airwaves. So it's all nice and toasty here. So it's all good. I've still got the trusty Christmas tree up in the studio, which is actually really nice because it actually keeps. It's really. I think we're just going to keep it up all year round. I think that's the plan. I mean, it saves a lot of hassle taking it down. So. Uh, it's a lot better for some reason. But anyway, uh, but yeah, it's all good, all good. So how's your day been? Well, you say your day. When I say your day, you're only uh, well, it's kind of three quarters of the day because it's um, yeah only uh, two o'clock in the afternoon for you. It's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only like two here, so that's why I made it a point to say good evening over there. Exactly. Or what have you? But yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Um, so what's yes. been, what have you what have you done with your morning so far then? <laughs> Oh, you know, today has actually been a very productive day. I will say that. I've been up actually about 4.41 this morning, um, and I did some cleaning. That's something that we we definitely had something in common today, you and I. We did some (laughs) cleaning today, and um, I actually went um, to a a workout class. Um, It's twerking and um, afro Beat, <laughs> dancing, and whatnot, <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> so, so you, sorry, so is it, it's a, what time did you go to your workout class? What time? Um, my class was at nine. It was nine this morning. It worked out really in my favor. I was trying to connect <laughs> with a young lady Thursday, and you know we couldn't connect. And um, so she reached out to me this morning, and she's like, "Well, you know, I tell you what, why don't you come in today?" You know, and I was thinking about it. I said, okay, well, yeah, I can do that. So I don't talk to Ramsey until, you know, later on today. <laughs> so, yeah, let's do that. And so, oh my gosh. So it was, Ooh. it was a, a, so it was a twerking in Afrobeats <laughs> fitness class. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, um, twerking and doing some, um, you, it had some music, oh, Afrobeats, so have you hip hop. You know, some pop or whatever, because I love dancing. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know, it, so you know when she when she said twerking, I was like, yes. <laughs> okay, well, only so, only to be a fly in the wall in that. That could be. <laughs> could, if you're going, good grief! What the heck? <laughs> yeah, yo, you would have been if you were a fly. You definitely would have been on your back because <laughs> I, you know, I found out that uh, I'm I'm twerking. Twerk challenge. <laughs> Only in America. Only in America. Oh, good grief! So, <laughs> so twerking fitness know, class. Like, yep, that's you know, but I had, I had, I had a great time, and you talking about, you know, the the ladies. They're younger than I am. You know, I'm 47, and mm-hmm. you know, it's been a. I'm trying to, you know, since the New Year is here, and trying to get back in shape and all, because I'm a plus size lady. But you know, so, I still have to be healthy because I'm always on the go or whatnot and 
Ooh, you know, you already have some things working against you when, as you get older. Yeah. And I had to come home and take get a, take a soak. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Just take the hips are not quite easy what they used to be. <laughs> oh. the, the sciat- my sciatica is kicking in. Sorry, <laughs> I need to go and get a bath. <laughs> I had my daughter rolling because you know I I was going strong. I was doing good, but I think those last twenty minutes in that class. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. So, uh, so if yeah. you haven't, if you, as I say, if you're listening out there and you're interested in doing some twerking fitness class, well, get yourself to Birmingham, Alabama on a plane. You'll be fine. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on from, let's twerk away and move on. As, as you know, maybe that was a bad, bad connection. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on swiftly. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into a little bit about you. Uh, let's say um, okay. who is Lilla Welch talk about where your kind of your background mm-hmm. brought up um, school okay. kind of life in general things you ups downs left right you know what I mean tell us tell, get, let's yeah. let people get to know you who you are yeah you know when you and I were talking you know I, w- I was trying to figure out exactly which analogy that I wanted to go with to explain who is Lilla Welch. Let me say first, Lilla Welch, that is my name that is on my birth certificate. Um, Welch is my married name, but I am Lee Welch like the Jews all day long. That's exactly who I am. That's a funny story with that. But, um, you know, I was trying to decide if I was going to say, well, you know, I'm like a box of chocolate or what have you because you have different flavors and this, this, and so on the other or I was trying to think of say if I was like, you know, an onion because I have so many layers of Lee Welch like the juice or whatnot. So, you know, I guess, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm both of them because I, I like chocolate and I like onions. But, you know, I say all that to say, you know, I, there's so many faces. I'm not, you know, mentally challenged or whatever. It's just that, you know, God has just blessed me with so many gifts and talents you know it just puts me in a position where I can just try so many different things and some stuff I you know excel and some stuff I you know I do just to see if I can pull it off but in a nutshell you know I'm I'm many things I'm many things and I'm, I'm really grateful for that and um so let's see so let me say for one, let me let me drop this first. Mm-hmm. Who I am today as an author mm-hmm. was not my plan. Right. If that makes sense. Because now I've always wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. I love entrepreneurship. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think I would... I, I just never pegged myself as an author. Let me put it like that. So I'm going to back up a little bit because sometimes, you know, you have to tell the story and get the momentum going before I say who I am. I, you know, the author thing, that's that's God. And I, I just had the assignment and I will talk about that shortly. Mm-hmm. But as a child, as you know, as you um, mentioned or what have you, um, I'm the, I'm. I'm the only child. Mm -hmm. So by being the only child, you do experience loneliness. That's where it comes from. You know, um, I had imaginary friends or whatnot. 
Um, I was well taken care of, but I was lonely. I, I definitely was lonely um, because, you know, after, you know, your kids and stuff go home, I didn't have, you know, my mom was a little strict or what have you. And so I didn't really go outside a whole lot. I went outside some and I didn't have a whole lot of friends or whatnot. And so you know, yeah, I was a I was a lonely child. I was a very lonely child. I was kind of timid. And then on top of that, you know, the way my mother worked, so I was left with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So my grandparents are much older. And, you know, so grandparents normally just kind of take care of you, that, that if that makes sense. I was yeah. well taken care of and things of that nature. But... Um, just kind of lonely, kind of, you know, kind of tucked away or whatnot. And I think sometimes that kind of showcase when I was in school or whatnot, I, I was picked on. I, you know, I don't think in this day and age, anyone can say they can never, they were never been picked on, but it's different things. For me, I was picked on because what I have is hyperpigmentation under my eyes, which is, um, darkness under my eyes and you know what you would say in the street or in layman's terms you know i have circles and whatnot and so you know to add on top of that being lonely Mm -hmm. and then being picked on because you have a a flaw of something that you know you can't control or what have you so to put that on top of it you know you just kind of withdraw you know you um yeah, I, I, you know, I had a few, I mean, just a few friends. And, you know, thinking hindsight, I'm like, you know, especially when I was in elementary, I'm like, were well, they really my friends? But that's another whole conversation right there. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I, you know, I was talked about and this, this, and so on and other. And how this whole thing really kind of came back that that kind of is kind of twofold. My book is twofold because I talk about. Well, before we go to your book, let's we'll go to the book, come to the book in a second. This is before we get too quick. So, did you go mm-hmm. when you're at school did, and you saying you got picked on? Did you talk about yeah. were you getting bullied? Yeah, Obviously, yeah. basically, it's a form of bullying. Basically, you got bullied. Yeah, I was. You know, and 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 not only that, you know, I was bullied from adults as well. So, um, the thing about. How severe was the being picked on? Obviously, just being a lonely child, obviously, and you talk about your, your skin condition the, and just being bullied. And did you feel depressed? Did you struggle with that? Did you at that time? You, and how did you going home every day? And how did you deal with this kind of thing? Well, you know, as as a child, you just kind of just go through go through the motions, you know, because I was a child, you know, mm-hmm. so I I couldn't separate certain things that I can as an adult now. So, you know, but what happens when you are a child, you, you feel rejected. So, you know, that comes along with it as well. So now you're talking about, I'm lonely. Now I'm talking about, you know, I'm being bullied. And so that brings on rejection and that brings on like, well, you know, my worth, you know, or what have you, but you don't know to put that emotion with that until you get a little bit older you know it's just kind of confusion it's really it was i was confused you know because i'm like you know why is it that way you know i was still able to go through the motions 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I had um, a bleeding heart. You know, I, I was just, you know, behind closed doors. You know, I was lonely. It's, it's funny. Um, I hear my mother say, I have a picture that when I was in elementary and my mom said that she said, you look so sad in that picture. Mm-hmm. And. You know, when she said that, you know, I I told her, I said, because I was, you know, I was a I was a lonely child. You know, I was a lonely child and I felt like I couldn't make any friends and things of that nature or whatnot. And, you know, it, she just kind of looked at me. She was stunned, you know, because I don't think she was expecting me to say that. But, you know, when you become an adult you know, you have, you build a little bit more character and a little bit more fortitude where you can actually say some things. And, you know, plus it was my mom, but yeah, that it showed in my pictures, you know, I have that picture now, you know, my mother passed. And so, you know, I have the pictures of myself that she had and I didn't smile at them. I, I didn't smile on those pictures. What, what did your mom, my, my, what did your mom pass away from? Just- uh, my mom actually, um, she passed June of last year, and she passed from um, breast cancer. All right, um, thank you. It, it manifests in her um, her lymphatic nose or what have you. I could be saying that incorrectly, but mm-hmm. it metastasized in her brain and things of that nature. So and she was when we found out, you know, she was already at stage four, yeah. and um, but. Going back to the picture, you know, and looking at my other pictures, it's so, it's like, so pictures that's so far in between where I'm not smiling because, you know, inside, I was not a happy child, you know, inside, you know, um, but then you start to grow and, you know, it's like you just kind of go through the motions, you know, so here I am now, um, and going into middle school, going into high school, finding myself a little bit more whatnot, but kind of misguided because at this point, I feel like I can make myself look cute, you know? Um, and, and that comes from someone actually telling me right before the summer, right before I got ready to go into maybe high school or that last year, middle school. I think it was high school, middle school that last I was in the eighth grade. I actually had somebody to tell me to my face that I was ugly. And um, I never up until that time, even though I was bullied, even though I felt rejected and just doesn't saw the other, but I never saw myself ugly, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when that person, you know, told me, you know, he was like, you know, you are so ugly. And when he said that, you know, for one, I I really didn't know how I couldn't reply to it. I mean, because, you know, who says that to somebody to their face every single day? I mean, that's kind of unheard of. But, you know, it happened. And um, but at that point, I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. I see why I was lonely as a child. I see why I was rejected as a child. I see why people did not want want to be my friend as a child is because they saw that I was ugly too. Right. That makes sense? Yeah. And so, you know, I went through the feeling like that for a long time. Um, 
like I said, going through the motions or what have you, um, thought about depression. You know, I, I, as I got, you know, in my teenage years, my high school years were really kind of rough or whatnot, um, because you carry on those things that hurt you from school and you want to be a part of the in crowd or whatnot, you know, it goes back. Well, what's wrong with me? Why, why, you know, why I can't be a part of your crowd, you know, cause it, who, people wants to, people want to be a part of the, the crowd, the click, especially if that click is, you know, people like them, you know, and they're always into stuff and they're good looking click. And so you want to be a part of that too. But you know, when you're not a part of that, you're like, well, what's wrong with me there again? Well, why I can't be a part of that click. So at this point, I'm masking. And so what I'm saying, what I mean by masking, you know, I know how to hide my yeah. circles with makeup or whatnot and kind of make myself look cute and feel better about myself and, you know, get the boys attention and things of that nature. And that was misguided because, you know, um, that led to really talking to some guys I didn't like, but, you know, I'm a young lady, you know, and you want the guys to like you at that time. And, you know, I was nicely built or what have you. Um, very curvy, let me say. I've always been curvy. So I found another way to make myself stand out. And that was really with my body. I'm like, okay, well, if I can't do it with my face or what have you, if I can't look cute to the guys or whatnot, well, I'll let them, you know, I will just, you know, make up my body. You know, I have my body to be the forefront. You know, I didn't dress like a tramp or whatever because my mom wouldn't have that. Yeah. But however, you know, it's, it's just a way that I start carrying myself a little bit differently and just wearing, you know, little really cute stuff that would accentuate my body to get your attention. And um, sometimes that's not a lot of times for me, that was not the the right choice. Like I said, it was misguided. But, you know, unfortunately, it's one of those things like you don't know that you're allergic to a bee until you get stung. So, you know, you really don't know sometimes who you're dealing with as a, with guys or whatnot until, you know, you're with them alone and you kind of find out that they're not really nice guys. If yeah. that makes sense. Yes. And so... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, carry on. I'm just it's good. I'm just uh, oh, okay. uh, this is all it's all good. You're just dissecting the kind of piece by piece and the things the guy. It's good. It's, good. it's really interesting. It's a good insight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, and so at this point, you know, I'm still learning myself. I, I'm, you know, I'm still learning, you know, uh, what works for me, what not works for me and whatnot. But then I start, you know, I had like a little chip on my shoulder or whatnot and trying to go for bad, you know, because the thing is, there is some truth to when people say that hurt people hurt other people unhurt people will make sure that you get hurt before you hit me. So I had a hurt me, excuse me. So I had a guard up. I, I, at this point also, you know, I'm going for the bad girl. If mm -hmm. that makes sense, yeah. I'm going for the bad girl because 
you know, I'm tired of people hurting me. I'm tired of being used. I'm tired of people talking about me. I'm tired of guys making lies up about me and the girls believing it and this, this, and so on the other. And I'm nothing like that. So, you know, I'm building, a, I built up this wall or what have you. And so, like I said, I, you know, I went for bad at this time. And right. that was misguided, you know, because when you when you go for bad, you kind of find out for me that people really don't want to be around you for real. You know, so I was like, you know, making it kind of worse for myself. And um, I think it was going into my college. I start growing up a little bit, if that makes I start maturing. Um, I start refining myself a little bit more. What happened? you and you know now I'm still hiding behind makeup now you know I'm still hiding behind makeup um but hiding behind certain clothes and hiding behind hairstyles or whatever because at this stage you know I'm comfortable with that because it's working for me if that makes sense you know but I'm not I'm not being flamboyant with my body. I kind of, you know, it's like, okay, that's not the road to go because, you know, like I said, you, you, you come across some really bad guys. And I, and I thank God that I've never been in a situation where I could have been really, really hurt, um, take advantage of seriously and can control a situation that I could not get out of. So I thank God for the protection of that because I know that sometimes, you know, when ladies, young ladies go down that route, you know, they end up raped and this, thus, and so on the other. So I, you know, I thank God that that never happened to me, but mentally I was, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so I'm in college now and I'm feeling, you know, I have a little, you know, my confidence is a false confidence what did because you, it's not just a quickly, like, what did you study at college? What were you studying? Well, when I went to college, I had a um, double major. Uh, it was psychology and business. And my minor, um, I forgot what my minor was. I forgot. It's been so long ago. Oh, my God. But um, I tell you what, when I was in college, where well, a lot of people didn't know that I mm -hmm. took a course in college was opera. Because I, I like opera. Now, don't ask me about no opera singers and their names. <laughs> but, you know, I just like the way it sounds. I really, really do. And so I took a course when um, because I can sing. OK, I was in the choir for a moment there. And so and when I found out that they had a course in opera, of course, you know, I, I went with it. But. That's a serious skill set. So that needs to say I didn't stay in that class long at all. Okay. But um, but yeah, that's, you know, I'm in college, you know, I'm feeling better about myself, even though, like I said, it's a it's a it's a self-made confidence. It's a confidence that I made um, It's not something that I started to renew my mind, if that makes sense, because yeah. true confidence comes from. When you renew your mind and how you truly feel about yourself and when you make peace about yourself with you're not going to ever be as a person. But the opposite of that is that but you do embrace who you are. And see, that's what I start doing. I start embracing who I was, who I am. 
And, you know, and at this point, um, my relationship with God is um, I'm getting closer to him, um, just reading scriptures and things of that nature. And, you know, and it it was a process. It it was process. But through him, Mm -hmm. through him, this is when I'm able to build myself up authentically, if that makes sense. Um, well, what, what we'll do is we'll take a wee, we'll take a wee break. I'm going to come back to a bit more of what you're doing uh, now because okay. you've got the college uh, part and how you're getting closer to God and things, and uh, um, and then we'll we'll go into a bit more like the jobs and things and uh, your faith a bit more. Then we'll come into your book and at time. Obviously, you're now married. You're married. You're married woman. We can t- if you want to talk about when uh, when when that all finally kicked in. You know, in your uh, so we can. We'll play a couple of tunes. Uh, so our first tune is by Loretta Smell, uh, and Love is Pouring Down. So we'll be back after this, uh, and a few announcements in general. So uh, please uh, hang on a second. We'll be back with Lilla Welch, all the way from Birmingham, Alabama. So just in, sit back and enjoy the tunes while well, we can be back with yourself. Okay.
This is Benita Charles from BenitaCharles.com on Ramsey Unleashed, Going Beyond Borders with your 60-second singing tip. Today's tip is about motivation. If you're struggling to stay on track with your goals, here are five tips to keep you motivated. Number one, write out your goals every day, twice a day if you're ambitious. Number two, break your goals into bite-sized pieces. Number three, have a specific deadline to achieve your goals. Number four, tell someone or announce your goals for accountability. And number five, reward yourself when you accomplish your goals. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the next 60-second singing tip on Ramsey Unleashed on heartsonglive.co.uk. And welcome back to Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders. That was uh, Loretta Smale, Love is Pouring Down. And uh, Benita Charles' 60-second singing tip. And we'll have that a weekly feature going forward from BenitaCharles.com. And so you just keep some going our song from her as well. And great music, great tunes. And we're back with uh, Lilla Welch, all the way from Birmingham, Alabama. So, uh, Lilla, we're going to talk about yes. your um, college. You're at college. You're gonna, so let's talk about your your faith and a bit more your uh, moving mm-hmm. forward and how you're mm-hmm. you, obviously you've grown up a bit. You're feeling a bit right. more, and you're still, right. but you're still masking a little. But how did you start to eventually deal with all this stuff going forward? I mean, excuse me, how did you off offload to feel more free and not bottled up anymore? Right. Um, you know, I, let, if, if you allow me, let me let me go back and talk about the bullying, the being bullied mm-hmm. um, just for a moment, sure. because, you know, while, the, you know, we're in the commercial break or what have you, you know, you kind of replay things in your mind. And at that point, you know, sometimes you kind of forget to say stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this this is what I want to say about bullying. You know, even though I was not physically bullied and it was mental, what I, if anybody gets anything out of this, I want you to know that, first of all, you're not here placed. You're not born to be anyone's footstool. Correct. Okay, and I know that's hard sometimes, especially when your oppressors are the people that are living in your home. Um, if you think about it, in in the in the animal kingdom, everything has some form of defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Some of them can fight, some of them can take flight, or what have you. Um, some some of them. I even think about how God has made even some of them to be invisible to their predator. Mm -hmm. And so I'm saying that to say is that you have to find your defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. You have to find your, you have to find it. And because it goes back to, you're not here to be anyone's punching bag. You're not here for anybody to, you know, talk down to you or anything. That is not your purpose in life. And you should not have to go through that. And I know it's easier said than done because I went through it. But reach what I will say, if if you're if you're in a situation and it's kind of harder for children, especially when they're young. You know, so if you know someone who is young that's being oppressed by anybody, please speak up. 
please speak up. Um, if you're in a position where, you know, you can do something for yourself or whatnot, try to go talk to someone. If you're at that age where you can articulate that you're being hurt or whatnot, try to talk to someone because your abuser, especially, like I said, unfortunately, you know, the parents sometimes are the abuser. So that's a very sensitive and difficult, complicated situation right there. And the parents may need some help, but the person that's being oppressed, the person that's being, you know, hurt, I want you to know that you're, you're not born for that. You're not born from that. And you remember that you're no one's footstool. Okay. So I got off my soapbox for that. Um, <laughs> no, that's quite right. It's, it's a very, very good point And a very, very, we're not, I, I see too many people being footstools and they're, right. they're kind of, as much as I like to say, they just, they, they, they feel it's, it's kind of the person who's be, the person whose foot is on them as they're the stool. The foot, the they just they, they can't seem to get a break. They can't seem to have they've right. got their confidence is shot. And I know yeah. somebody who's going through that, but and they end up making it. It just sounds like oh yeah, but this and that going on, and I so it gets worse. And there's no because right. there, there there's no well, they've just they've just always given up, and uh, it's you mm -hmm. can't take blood out of stone, and it's difficult. And I love the. It's, I see too many people who are footstools. Yeah, I see too many. Yeah, and I just say, listen, you're gonna. We're right. Not, yeah, we can't. We're not here to be bullied by somebody's. No, and and I can't. And it happens. It happens even. In, in, it happens even in the church. It happens, and it, uh, people. Yeah. People yeah. in leadership roles who bully their congregation, bully yeah. people, and it's not right. Yeah. And I, I've experienced that myself, and I stand up now, and I if I. Yeah, I just think it's wrong, and I think it's uh, really outrageous for people how they abuse their leadership and what they yeah. do and to others. And oh, it's yeah, absolutely. absolutely disgusting. Um, it is. But, I, I agree. Yeah, but anyway, let's go into your love about your faith. Obviously, how you've got close, you're getting closer, mm -hmm. and uh, let's talk about your uh, well, just about your jobs, your first job kind of thing, and what you did, and how you go into a lot about that. Okay, talk about my first job. Is that what you said? First job, because um, obviously you've left college. You're getting you're getting closer to God. You've you've grown up a bit. You're starting work, right, that right. kind of thing. You could and then well, well, you know, actually, I actually I had my first job when I was fourteen. Oh, okay. Well, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. I'm actually lying. I had my first job at twelve, and that was my experience of. Be getting a taste of entrepreneurship ah, um, okay. because I had my own candy store. Oh, wow. So I've always been working in some form or fashion or what have you. Um, the thing is with entrepreneurship, it, it really does spill over into your life. Mm -hmm. I, I, your personal life, it spills over into your personal life because it, the, the tools and principles and everything that you learn, you can apply them in your personal life as well. But when you were talking of getting back to how <clears throat> my faith and my, re my relationship with God um, actually built my self-confidence um, about myself, 
you know, because like I said, I was able to mask it even as a younger child. You know, I just have this ability and I just have this this gift where I can persevere. <clears throat> and um, and I understand, you know, about long suffering. I understand about long suffering now because I'm older and I'm wiser. But um, I've always been able to persevere and just kind of like, you know, move on. But like I said, but inside I was still bleeding and crying. But my relationship with God, finding out who he is, you know, taking the time out to read his scriptures, you know, because um, I didn't know really where to start. Uh, I just actually... I found God through someone else because this person, she had an aura about herself. I didn't, I didn't even know that she was a religious woman. I didn't even know that she was, you know, who, who she was. You know, I just didn't know. And I didn't think you can ever see auras, but I actually saw aura. I saw a glow about her and I was just so intrigued. And when she started talking to me, actually was, was on one of my jobs. Actually, when I was a dispatcher for a security system okay. uh, and I had the night, I was the night shift. And so, you know, you really don't know who people are until you actually start fellowshipping with them. And so, you know, I, I didn't know why she had that type of aura or she had that type of glow. And, you know, she had that glow because she had a relationship with God. I mean, she had a very intimate relationship with him because you can know him, but then you you don't have a fellowship with him. And so through her, I became more intrigued where it put me in a position where to read more, you know, because my mom, you know, when I went off to college, my mom gave me a Bible. Um, I, I didn't know no other scripture in the Bible, Bible only Psalms 91. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked, I stood on that forever. That's the only thing I knew about the Bible. <laughs> Cause that's what mommy told me to do. You know, we went to church or whatever, but you know, we just wasn't everyday people, you know, going to church every single Sunday, every Wednesday or whatever the case may be. And we're still blessed and highly favored. But anyway, um, but back to that about her. So I'm like, wow, you know, here this woman, she has this glow. I mean, why she got this glow? Who is she or whatever? And so when I started fellowshipping with her, I'm like, well, if God did that for her, you know, what is it that God can do for me? So I start tapping more into my word. I start, you know, fellowshipping with him more. Was it every single day? No, it was not. It was not. But you know, it was a process. And that process, I learned who he was. And I understood when he says that, you know, um, we're made in his image and that he's love. And, you know, he says that who he is and I am and whatnot. So, you know, God blessed me with the opportunity one day to literally glimpse, glimpse at who I really was. And I saw my own beauty. God gave me the opportunity to see myself as he saw me. And that just changed everything about how I felt about myself. And that's, that was a, that was the beginning of, and I think I'm in my early twenties now. Mm -hmm. That was really just, or maybe mid twenties. Um, that, that was, that was the start of it. 
because when I realized that he said that he is and I'm a I'm a byproduct of him, that means that I am as well. And so this whole thing came about my movement that I was starting the great I am, because if he's great, like I said, I'm his child. So therefore, I'm great, too. And so I took that. I started taking that serious. And when I took that serious, I am great. I can do this. I can do that. And what have you and what have you. Um, Yeah. My confidence just soared. That's good. You know? Well, we're just uh, trying to cram in as much as we can. So uh, let's uh, move on to um, talking about, I mean, when did you decide... um, you wanted to write a book or when you're going to get we're going to talk about your book well when did you get to that stage that you wanted to think well did somebody approach you and say you ever thought of being an author do you want to write about your story or how did that all come <laughs> how did that all come about i mean let's we'll fast track a little bit just into what you the book okay? okay okay yeah we can do that well like i said um my idea of entrepreneurship was not to be the new thing the the entrepreneur okay. um when I had the opportunity, after I had lost my mom last year in June, I also lost my job shortly after that as well because where I was, um, they they closed that department. Right. Okay. Now, I saw it as a gift. I, I saw it as a gift because it was an opportunity for me because all these years I've been talking about if I wasn't working for anybody else, I don't want to work for anybody else, I can do this and I can do that. I had a mentor and my mentor, we were talking about, um, we were talking about, you know, what you know, how to, you know, share that with people, how to share your experience. So, you know, that's the thing, how the self-esteem came in, because if I knew that I as an adult was still wounded from things that was going on in my childhood even though I was able to mask it, but I was not really healed. And I know I'm like, okay, so if I'm feeling that way, I'm sure there's other adults out there who are still hurt, who are still wounded. They don't necessarily know how to address a particular issue. They don't know how to heal from it. And then once you heal, maintain your health. So that's the project that I was working on. I was working on that project. And it was through a dream that I had a dream that I was talking to this woman. Let me try to make this fast. I was talking to this woman. I went up to the bar and cause it was like I was out somewhere and I asked for a drink. It could have been some wine. I don't know, but I asked for a drink and she said, aren't you? Uh, she said, you the one who wrote that book. And I was like, yes, I am Lee Welch like the juice. And I said, you're talking about my book. Who says you can't. Mm-hmm. So, that was it. You know, I didn't think anything else of it or whatever the case may be. Now, now some people say the universe would talk to you, but what not? But God was talking to me through other people because everywhere I went at this point after I had the dream, I'm listening to other people live streams. Like, you know, I would be listening to your podcast and things of that nature. And somebody said, well, you know, I think people, you know, people are storytellers and people need to hear your story and you need to write your book. I mean, this was like hitting me like on both sides of my face. I kid you (laughs) not. I mean, it was really, I'm like, okay, well, all right. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'll write the book. I'll write the book. 
But then I still try to take control. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that I'm like, okay, so I considered to write the book, but I'm going to come up with my own title. I I couldn't get anywhere. I couldn't get anywhere with that. I was like, okay. And I I thought I had some good titles too, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, but I couldn't complete the chapters. I mean, I just didn't go anywhere. And I'm like, okay. And so God brought it back to my remembrance. He's like, I gave you a chapter. I gave you the name of your book. Who says you can't? And I was like, okay. I said, all right, Lord, I'm going to write the book and it's going to be, you know, who says you can't? I kid you not. As soon as I concede it, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm in my sleep dreaming about chapters. I had to I had to wake up. I, I'm so serious. I'm waking up like, OK, wait a minute, Holy Spirit, help me remember that chapter. I mean, it was just coming out of me. It was just like pouring like a waterfall. I kid you not. And the whole who says you can't in the front of that of my book is really that's why I say entrepreneurship and your personal life. They work hand to hand because, you know, on the personal side, you know, you have goals as an entrepreneur. You have goals and sometimes you don't make those goals or whatnot. And what a person has to learn, what I had to learn. And just because I failed doesn't mean it's over. You have to trust in your abilities. I say that all throughout my book, who says you can't, you have to trust in your abilities, even if you fail. You have to. You trust in your abilities because you have your podcast. You get where I'm going with that? Takes time to develop (laughs) I'm sorry? It takes time. You're just about about developing and persevering. Just gotta keep keep at yes. it and keep going, and that's what you gotta do. Right, right. But everyone does it. I mean, the truth of the matter, you have a lot of people, and it ties in back to their their self esteem because they have some people have um, the behavior of negative talk. Mm-hmm. And see, I had the behavior of negative talk as well. I talk about that in my book. See, that's why I say, you know, I don't know if I'm like a box of chocolate or <laughs> if I'm an onion with so many layers because there's so many parts of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, it's like I have in the 47 years, I have delved in so many things. And I guess that's so I'll be able to talk about it, about my experience, about so many things. And, um, and that's that's what my book is for. You know, I, I'm I'm very open and transparent about some things about, you know, my marriage in my book and and how we did not give up on each other because it was looking hopeless, you know, what have you. And, um, you know, I talk about, um, you know, trial and error and not having patience and being, you know, the jack of all trades, doing passion parties, selling health stuff and all this kind of just being all over the place okay just being all over the place what we're gonna do is we're gonna play i'm gonna play one more song um, and then we're gonna come back we're gonna do uh and what we'll do is we'll get you to name two things if and we'll that really stood out from you that you want to put out there about your book uh and we'll get the you can tell people the links where people can connect with you and then you can say the final final word and then uh 
as I say, all links usually as people listen to this, whether you're listening live or on the replay, we all, all the links are on the show notes of the podcast, etc., uh, where you can That'll connect work. with Lilla. Um, and if you want to, you can buy her book, etc., and connect with her and chat. If you've experienced something similar to what she's been through, you can connect with her, and uh, it's going to be yeah, be good to uh, she can reach out to her and have a chat and uh, share your experience and what you she went through and you maybe yourself. So we're back after Brita uh, Charles' song. I miss you. It's called Miss You, and uh, and that's what you do. If I can get it in me, there we go. Just uh, and we'll be back after this, and we'll be back with Lila. Then we'll get a few bits, a couple of things from our book and oh, a couple of things of how what she's thinking about going forward, what her plans are, and uh, we'll kind of wrap up shortly. Okay, back in a second.
listening to Edinburgh, Scotland's must-listen-to podcast on heartsonglive.co.uk, your inspirational station. Welcome back to Ramsey and the East Coast Borders. We're finally wrap up shortly. Uh, Lilla, we're going to, with my guest Lilla Welch, and if you've been listening live, uh, you will hear that she talked a little bit about bullying and loneliness, and how she's got through it, and a bit of entrepreneurship. Uh, she had her own candy store. Um, we're, about, we're just talking about her book. Um, and we're about to find, I'm going to quickly pick two things that stood out from her book that she wants to share with you guys that will hopefully maybe inspire you and help you. We'll have her links to where you can find her and she can do the final word to wrap up the show. So uh, find a way. Go for it. Absolutely. Thank you. I enjoyed the, uh, the song. That was really nice. Um, but, you know, throughout my book, I have all kind of key factors. And two of the two of the key factors I kind of want to leave with someone, leave with everyone is that regardless if it's in your personal life or if you're striving to be a full-time entrepreneur or whatever, it is going to take commitment. You're going to have to be committed. You have to be committed to yourself. You have the ability to create who you want to become, but it's not going to happen overnight. You have to be committed to yourself. Um, it also requires patience because there again, it is not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, one of the analogies I love to use as a farmer, you know, a farmer, he plants his seeds, he till, he has, he have no idea when his harvest is coming, but he is actively, he's taking care of things and he's also, you know, Extending, you know, he's um, extending his patience and that's what you have to do with yourself as well. And lastly, what I definitely want to leave with you, because, you know, when you talk about your life story, you really can't get it all in because it's so many facets of my life. It really, really is. But in order to really grow, in order to really heal you really have to ask yourself, you have to have a real talk with yourself. And throughout my life, I had to have a real talk with Lilla. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not only watch like the juice. I had to have a real talk with Lilla. Are you the reason? And I had to ask my que- myself this question. And I want you to ask yourself this question too. Are you really the reason you're not where you want to be in your life? That is not to attack or place blame or point fingers or what have you. Sometimes we have behaviors that we have to change. We have to renew our mind in order to get where we're trying to get to, to lead up to the success and the dreams that you see. So that's what I want to leave you. I want to leave you with those things. I have other key factors in my book. But it takes commitment. You have to be, um, have to have patience, and you just really have to be honest with yourself if you want to change. Um, you can um, find my book. Mm-hmm. I have it in ebook format. I have it in paperback format, or what have you. Um, I'm on Amazon. I'm on Amazon, like everyone else. I love it. And like, as who says you can't, Lee Welch, like the Jews, um, uh, my whole thing is really just to 
inspire you. This this is the book is all about is to inspire you and not give up on yourself. I had somebody, I had someone used to say to me, well, what, you going to still be 88 years old trying to do this, this, and so? Absolutely. Where, just quickly, Absolutely. Where else can people connect with you just quickly? I'm sorry? Uh, where else can people connect with you just quickly? Okay, yes. Um, you can go to my website. My website is like the juice. It's not your traditional T-H-E. It is D-A. Uh, so it's like the juice.com. Uh, you can reach out to me there on my website. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. I have a group. <laughs> Let me put it like that. I, I have a group on there. Of course, it's Facebook.com. It's uh, groups the great I am again is D A not T H E and um and my email address you can reach out to me my email address it is Lee Welch that is L E I W E L C H at the great I am D A great I am good well we'll have all these in the notes in the in the show notes at the end of the show uh, but yeah I just want to thank you for your time being on the show it's been great. And thank you for what, thank th you. Thank you for the opportunity. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I've listened to some of your other podcasts and they were um, conducted, you know, very professionally and fun. So I'm just glad. I'm very thankful and grateful for the opportunity today. That's no, appreciate it. So this, uh, the music that I had played before was another one from Benita Charles. So just for those who might have missed, I didn't say. But we've also had our new feature from uh, 60, sec 60 Second Singing Tip by Benita Charles, which would be great every week. Uh, just a quick shout out at the end to the supporters of my show. We've all, as I say, we have kingdombeads.com with Ephia Lethem. So if you're looking at buying some beads or like the male, she has female. It does necklaces as well. If you like that kind of thing, you can purchase from kingdombeads.com. You can design your own. Uh, EileenSmith.com, who if you like to do live streaming or you want to learn about podcasting or live streaming as well, you can go, uh, go to Eileen, uh, Eileen, which is I-L-E-N-A, uh, E-Smith.com. You can find her on YouTube. Um, there's the Guy or Cook Report podcast as well. Uh, ideas Go Live, John Drummond, who's a web designer in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, uh, he is very good. Does my website for my business. Um, and uh, for humanity, Shannon Griffin, and many, many people support what we do, and all the people who I've interviewed in the past. We've got some many great guests coming up in the future, and as I say, it's uh, going to be great. We've got some Leyland Best is next week. We've got uh, Nico C. Austin uh, as well. So we've got um, lots and lots of people coming up. Claire Chapman, uh, Brent Mann, and these are people from, oh, great names, great people, great stories going forward, and it's been a great pleasure to interview Lilla Welch, like the juice, all the way from Birmingham, Alabama, and say thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you to everybody, you. and uh, just want to say a quick, uh, quick, say a quick goodbye, say a quick message, and we'll go. For, we'll end, okay? Because we're, we're over time already. Okay. Well, you know what I always say: faith cancels out fear, and fear cancels out faith. Good night. Okay. Take it easy, everybody, and we'll catch up with you next week, and we'll see you then. Bye bye now. <laughs>